Hey guys, welcome to the fourth episode of The Metal Intent, the show where we get behind the intent of our favorite musicians and try to learn what we can from them to start our own music journeys or to take even different paths. So fourth episode, a very, very special one. This is my first ever conversation with Nick Nocturnal. How are you doing, dude? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me on. It's going to be exciting to finally chat. Absolutely. No problem. And it's cool because we share our audience. I would say mm -hmm. we we share almost like a, at least from 80% of my audience is in your channel as well, mm -hmm. which is very natural because of the the covers. Right. And that's super cool. We've always been associated. And I remember the first time I saw a Nick Nocturnal video, actually, which was when I dropped my cover of AWOL, which was the first monument struck off oh, of yeah. the other album. Mm -hmm. And I was like searching my own video. And it's like, someone else did a cover of this. <laughs> and it was Nick. Of course mm -hmm. it was. And uh, it was cool because I understood, okay, so here's someone else doing what I'm doing, which is covering mm -hmm. these songs very fresh out of the out of mm -hmm. labels from all of our favorite artists. And that's kind of cool, man. I mean, you've always done covers as a means to an end, though, right? Mm -hmm. If I understand. Yeah, dude. I mean, I started doing covers 2014, 2015, I think around yeah. there. And originally, I started literally to just get original music out there because I just liked writing stuff. And I was like, well, you know, and I also saw people like Killer Buckeye and a few other dudes doing covers at that time, like the OGs, basically. Yeah. And I was like, well, let's try it. You know, it looks fun. And I already basically do that. Like, I just learn songs. So why not just put it on the right. interwebs? I relate to that a lot because I used yeah. to also do these covers of songs and try to get the drums and try to get the bass. And I was exactly like you. I was like, what do I have but to gain if I put this on the internet? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, well, let's throw it up there. Why not? And people seem to kind of like it here and there. And it was fun. And um, the only time I saw like, oh, this is like something was essentially a covered. I think it was after the burial. I think it might have been a different hmm. song, but I definitely remember after the burial. Lost in the Static. And I covered that poorly, might I add. But I covered <laughs> it super fast, same day. And people yeah. were like, dude, like you, you did this so fast in the comments. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I, I just covered it, right? Like, I didn't have any like... um. But to compare that to, because like I, it's not like I had a bunch of guitar friends or anything uh -huh. that I knew like, oh, like that's actually something learning something that fast, you know. Um, so people are like, dude, yeah, it's so fucking fast. And of course, that video blew up more than the other ones. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna try that again, I guess, you know. So whatever song came out next, I don't remember. I tried the same thing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, same thing. Damn, dude, that, that was fast. What, what the hell? Right. Like, um, you know, and again, views wise, it did better. So. I kind of just kept doing that basically and it was something fun and I basically only did that I think for three to four years like that is it I don't think I spoke in one of my videos until three years after it was just covers <laughs> that's literally it yeah um yeah I see I I do relate because it I have found very recently that you're probably on the track to something cool if when mm. you do it your friends go like, how did you do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's always that, that moment, like, how did you cover it that fast? Or to me, mm -hmm. people will go, how did you figure out all the layers? And you're yeah. like, the, yeah, this might be it for me. 
<laughs> dude yeah because you do like everything i never did everything because it was i mean i didn't even know how to at that time right i just I knew yeah. guitar and like i knew how to kind of program drums because of just writing and stuff but um in terms of dissecting it and even the bass and all that so i was like fuck this and i just did guitar mm-hmm. basically and that's because i was a guitarist and i just went with it and it did super well for a long time. The only the big issue with all that, of course, is if you don't recreate the instrumental, and even sometimes if you do recreate the instrumental, though, uh, copyright, super fun. My friendly neighborhood of copyright. Of course, so yeah. Doing that for three, four, five years um, with just the guitar track on the original, basically much louder. Uh, I think 900 out of my like 1,300 videos are copyright. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. So... That's like for literally the first three, four years of doing this, like I made probably like 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were going to get into the ad money at zero. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, which I never cared about in any way, right? right? I did it for fun anyways. Um, But now looking back and realize that I'm like, wow, I see I have this whole collage of shit. If I actually could monetize all of this, it would be dumb. Like I'd actually like mm-hmm. I could I could. It's, it's, so that's only fans money right there. <laughs> yeah, basically. good way to put it. Yeah yeah like it that's insane but you know it's 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 what created my channel to where it is and then doing it for so long you know i i always saw other guitarists and cover dudes doing it i remember it would be like at 500 subs and then some would be like at a thousand be like damn that's so cool and then they do the cover and then it's so weird just when you're in it like two months later you're like oh where did they go you know it's like what happened <laughs> to the other person like it seems like a lot of the people that get into covers at least during my kind of journey of all that would get into it you know, sometimes they would only do one. Sometimes they do it for like a year, you know, and it was kind of like a friendly competition in terms of seeing what other people are doing. And it kind of like kept me on my toes, which I like. Yeah. Um, because which perfectly showed as soon as everyone basically died off, I was like, no one's doing this anyway. Right. It's not as like fun, basically. It was it was kind of just like, oh, I'm just I'm just doing it to do it because I'm the last kind of man standing in that sense. And then, um, yeah, after a while, you came along, I see. And I was like, who is this dude that actually does everything and actually it sounds super dope and has angles and stuff. And I'm like, God damn it. Now I have to actually <laughs> like do this properly. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. And thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, cool. I'm like I said before we were starting, I'm very happy that you appreciate and even more that it can get you to like think how you can even up your content. Mm-hmm. Just the same way that you inspire me in how can I up the quantity of my content. Mm-hmm. I always see that as one of your big strengths. You're as a constant grind in terms of very much quantity. You get like, you can do one video a day. I think that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and I, I, I'd have to go back and like really check every week, yeah. but I'm pretty sure since I actually started like properly, I never didn't upload for a week, mm-hmm. which is dumb. Like, that's stupid. Like, I should have a, a normal human, Somebody, you know, life. I mean, but we don't, you don't <laughs> know. Some people mm-hmm. operate in, at different speeds. I mean, people yeah. associate us with speed, <laughs> yeah. which is funny. Yeah. And, uh, well, that was the thing. Like, I, I always actually, I did the covers always before in one take because I literally didn't know how to edit. And because I didn't know how to edit, <laughs> I was, it I was had just to do easy. it in it was, one go, man. I had to do it in one go, which also made it so I could do it faster, I guess, overall. Yeah. Um, and it's like, hey, if there was a little bit of noise here, a string noise, it's like, it was the one go. Like, this is what do you want, right? Like, it's, it's, I tried to just make it human, which also, again, made me slack on the actual editing side, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of nice. But 
you know, after so long of doing that and then seeing other people kind of do it and people just kind of want, you know, now like the new cover thing is not like a, it's not as exciting anymore, obviously, because it's been dead for so long, but it's still yeah. like, oh, hype. So that's why now it's more that quality takes in, which is where like you fucking dominate, like you have everything done and it's quality. Thank and you. that's where it was like, even for me, I was like, okay, you know, like I have to like actually make sure that these are absolutely right on. This is clean, you know, make it so max I, I used to always do the one take until i realized no one fucking cared i did it in one take after like four years because mm. no one even asks no one even assumes everyone assumes you edit it anyways so i'm like you know what that is true yeah <laughs> i'm like all right if you know this i'm not gaining anything from putting more stress basically on myself to get that perfect one right. take so now i'll still max only like three four kind of and I'll cut it, and I started cutting it by doing the zoom ins to my face, which I'm sure some people realize that's that's actually oh, my transition. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's my transition, but I don't have like multiple angles or anything still that I mess around with. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just have the one angle. But if I'm like, okay, like I made like the stupid, I hit an extra string. It's like fuck's sake, you know. Like I'm just gonna go a little earlier, cut it, and it's like if I mess up right away, obviously I'm not gonna do like five seconds at a time, five seconds because that's actually even more work than yeah. just doing it <laughs> properly right you know so actually to save myself work i always go for the one hit and if i can't like if i'm like fuck I messed up like right at the end then i'll do a cut in and you'll see my zoomed in face and that's basically it yeah um but yeah no i always used to just do the one takes until like basically you and robin kind of came back and started doing your things so i was like fuck this <laughs> you know i'm just right. gonna like I need to up my quality in some way, so at least I'll make it so the audio is like crystal clean and there's no stupid little mistakes that will like bother me. And even just as I did it for so long, I mm-hmm. became a bit more perfectionist-ish of with course. like the audio, right? Like I didn't want to mess it up. Like I want it to be like clean, no doubt. Like if you soloed the guitar, you hear exactly what you want to hear. There's there's no like it's not hidden in the mix, really. It's not Good. you know none of that. So yeah, it's. But yeah, dude, I did that for a long ass time. Like, you you sure did. Yeah, man. Yeah. And it, it also proves the point that you, when it comes to stepping up your content and the mm-hmm. quality and the quantity and going into new adventures and new types of content, that you don't need to go where somebody else has gone, which mm-hmm. it leads us to you really, in my view, honing in on your original music, which yeah. has always been your main intent and one of your, your strengths, in my opinion. And we do get to Termina, which has <laughs> Dysphoria out April 9th, which will be mm-hmm. a week past from when you'll watch this episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, I approve. I very, much like <laughs> the, <laughs> I very much like the new Termina album. Thank you. And um, it what what to say because there's like there is so much if anything how's the first week been going i'm curious oh dude it's been crazy um i mean just in general i mean doing all like on podcasts and stuff is yeah. cool but like actually seeing it come out you know these songs that we've had for a way too long and seeing people's response in general like just their comments and what they think was so nice to hear i was so happy about that like people seem to like it it's not like a oh, the singles were good and the rest of it's garbage. It's like a people, yeah. are, people are saying, you know, like, wow, like these other songs that aren't even in the singles, like those are actually, I prefer those. Oh, I'm like, I love eras of the yeah. past. I could tell you that. Yeah. For example. Exactly. A lot of people like the chill songs more. And exactly. I'm like, really? Like, it's interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. 
yeah and i i'm just i'm loving seeing that and that there's not like one exact thing out of all of it that everyone's like this is the only you know this is all the only part of it i want to listen to you know some people still have their preferences but it's like seems the majority are like no like the whole package is actually pretty fun and even though some is literally deathcore is in deathcore and the others are like basically like deftones rock chill right. ballads it's like it's still kind of people appreciate kind of both sides and really like it so i've been loving just that and and just even stream wise like it's it's doing way better than i thought i think we're almost at like two million streams Good. on the album congratulations yeah. <laughs> yeah so no yeah it's it's doing awesome and you know I, i'm really stoked because well i'm glad people seem to like it so far but anything we get for the album it just goes into termina 2 right like that's why so like the better termina 1 does the better termina 2 Will can be. be yeah yeah so that's what I'm stoked to see it doing that well so far because that gives high hopes of like Termina 2. We can get maybe someone to properly mix it or like a drum session drummer and, and you know, things like that, which again, we, for Termina 1, our budget was literally $500 each. Yeah. And then, and then it kind of kept feeding in, right? We'd get the distro kid, the Spotify streams, right. and then we'd use that for the music video. And then we'd do that same thing. We'd use this for the music Go video. Um, so yeah, it'd be fun to actually have a budget. For Imagine a budget right yeah <laughs> that's something that i mean zero budget the thing with bands these days bands will be yeah. starting on zero budget yeah. and uh they'll be making what they can like even my band fifth empire we get ourselves to a field and we have our handy mm -hmm. cam and that's what we got let's make something out yeah. of it yeah yeah so I, it's very nice to see to hear you with a business model for the for actual terminal one where you get the streams and income from the single went into a video and that went to the other video and now this is going oh. to terminal two it's ve yeah. it's very refreshing to hear it mm -hmm. as a business model because it gives you a sense of where it can go oh yeah we have to i mean we we do it because we love it no matter what oh, like course. me and andy but like it's like we have it's the same thing as like you can love your business you know and not want it to be, you know, go under, right? It's like same thing. Like we, we want to actually for people to hear the music, right? Yeah. We can't do that if we don't think of it in a business mindset as well, right? And like releasing singles and making sure it kind of recoups itself because otherwise no one's going to hear the album. And um, absolutely, we're just we're super lucky even with the videos. Like we had our dude Patrick Lawler who did Great our, we did the three videos. Yeah. And the first one was Alex, who's a buddy of mine who's in Toronto, but the other one was Patrick. I think he's in like L.A. or California. And literally, the abyss, desolate specter, and the edge of time was filmed on our iPhones in front of white walls while Andy was in America, and I'm here in Toronto, in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> like it's been crazy. It's it's great what you can do with modern technology and just really yeah. wanting to get it done. It ha yes. every single episode we've come to that that being a musician in 2021, we have so many good resources. Yeah. It, it is a blessing as much as there is bad stuff there is so mm -hmm. so much accessibility of resources compared to literally five and ten years ago it's insane oh, yeah. i mean something as simple as like we I, we can make an album in a room you know like what you did <laughs> like you did yeah like that's ridiculous and that's like something normal nowadays right that people can just produce a whole album in their room have an axe effects and they're good to go bro and that's it literally it is very cool, yeah. man. So one of the reasons I am happy that the podcast is actually after 
the album launch is not only because we mm. get to talk about how it's doing, but mm. a lot of artists, if you agree with me, they focus a lot on pre-launch hype. And they're like hyping it yes. up and yeah, here we go. And that is smart as can be. That's how you should be. And then mm. the sustain, like the post-launch, they kind of like, mm. they kind of yeah. like <laughs> let it slide. And mm. so I think it's very interesting that we get to chat after the album comes out and you even get a podcast and a piece of content after it comes out, get mm. people to keep thinking about it. I think that mm. is pretty cool. Oh yeah, no, that's super important. And that's something, I mean, we'll, we're going to try to do, but again, it's like the next budget, like we're not going to do a music video for like a song again off yeah. the album. Like it's, it's, it's straight into Terminator 2, even though we'd like to have that opportunity, we just, we can't, it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So Max, I'll probably like, yeah, podcasts here and there. And like, honestly, like guitar playthroughs of just like some Very tracks that idea. people want, yeah, you know, things like yeah. that, as well as every time I'm on stream saying, check out the new Terminal album and ruining people's lives. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but that's what I was going to say. Every mm. single stream that you do is post content for the album. Yeah. Because it's just there. And people like you, people will check mm. out your music. And, yeah. that, and we take it for granted as content creators that... Mm -hmm. Now, every time I do a piece of content, I have this new thing to promote. But yeah. there's a lot of musicians out there that can learn from this that are not necessarily even content creators, is that mm. everything that you share is, uh, is an excuse for you to share your main passion and your main intent why you're doing this, your music. Mm. Every single thing that you share after you launch a piece of music, you get to promote your piece of music. Oh yeah, I literally the intro and outro to all of my YouTube videos are is terminate. <laughs> yes, it is. And yeah. and you said that now, and even I had taken that for granted. Yeah. Every single person that clicks a Nick Nocturnal video, yeah, it doesn't do it without listening to Termina. Doesn't happen. You have to. You have to, you're forced for the first six seconds while you see my th two endorsements that I've had literally forever. <laughs> Um, and my logo and with like some weird different hue effects every time there's a new track that comes out you're forced to hear it that's it <laughs> yeah and that, i think that is a great way to think about it as musicians how can you force the people that you know to hear it mm. yeah literally because you it's not that difficult if you yeah. have a few friends on facebook you're gonna post on facebook mm. your friends have to hear it if you have a few followers on Instagram, you are going to post it on Instagram because they have to hear it. You mm -hmm. have to think literally where do you have any audience and you got to start there because we we started by just putting it online. And I don't know if, if you were like me. I asked my mom to subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You must have. <laughs> um, I don't know because I think I, my I probably didn't tell my mom because I, I didn't want her to see it. Like the I'm on the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably that. Um, but she definitely knows now of, of right. all the dumb shit I do. But yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, you got to get what you got to get, you know, to start out and, and get start that grind. Like the hardest part is the start. Yeah. And it does get, you know, easier and easier as long as you're consistent and always trying to improve yourself. And that's something I always see YouTubers do. Is And that's why I think a lot of them quit like after a, a, a month or like a year. Yeah is sometimes they will see success or they won't and no matter what they just keep 
kind of hammering at the same thing that maybe got them that one video that did a little bit better and then realized that the rest of them are not doing as good and then they just well that's it you know you know it's very discouraging instead of being like well how do i you know improve on myself how do i do better and that's how i had to literally evolve my content because if i only did covers to this day uh there's no way i probably actually would have burned yourself out yeah definitely I can imagine that because we've seen Nick do covers. We've seen Nick do the Monday memes. Shout out to the yes. Monday meme series. We've seen <laughs> Nick do the riff compilation series, for yeah. example, which was very sick. And now we have Nick doing a lot of reaction videos. And it's cool because mm -hmm. none of those, and this is what's important because this is the metal intent. None of these were your end goal. They were all a means to an end where your intent is literally termina, Nick Nocturnal, all your original music. Yeah, I mean, when it started as that, and then I think as I started doing covers, like I weirdly grew to love YouTube in such a such a weird, in like a way I, I didn't expect. Like, yeah. I never thought I was gonna be, well, I never thought I was gonna be a musician in general, because I, I thought I was supposed to be an accountant, actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Funny okay, enough. Yeah. did you study accounting? Yeah, dude, I got a degree and then an, I was halfway through university um, and it's essentially it's like you go for commerce like business yeah and, but you have like a specialization and that's the actual important see, thing because because other than that you just have a fucking business degree like what I does see. that do like it's it's tough to do something with that yeah. so I was going for accounting and halfway through um my um, journey I I got kicked out of my accounting program because my grades fucking sucked in accounting <laughs> okay so, and I basically was like well what the fuck do I do now and I noticed that that day that the guidance counselor essentially brought me in and was like, dude, like you're bad at this. <laughs> you're bad mm -hmm. at accounting phase. Um, and all and the thing is Architects Doomsday just came out that day. And this is always a fun story I tell people. And I knew that when I was sitting there talking to the dude and he was telling me literally like basically my career choice was not gonna happen. And all I could think about was going home and covering the new architect song. I was like, Okay, so I think I kinda know like this is not for me and I need to go like maybe do something with music because like it's, there's something wrong with me. Like there's no way. <laughs> yeah, you always see it as wrong and then like now four years later you see it as very right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I just went with that and then I still finished The Bachelor's just like started course, it. Why yeah. not just finish it? So I have that piece of paper I can wipe my ass with one day or something. I don't know. Yeah, I feel, um, feel the same. It's a very expensive piece of toilet paper for me. Um, but hey, yeah. if I ever need to quit YouTube, I can still get maybe a job in marketing or something, which is cool. Right. right. That's, that's dope. But yeah, essentially, I just did that, finished that. And I was like, all right, well, what am I going to fucking do with my life? Well, I have a YouTube channel that I've been building for fun. You know, I originally started because I wanted to promote original music and then I just kind of ended up really liking doing it. And I kind of just went all out. I was like, all right, let's see what I can do. And if this is really it, like, let's do it properly. You know, no, no messing around. Like I want to actually do this and give it my all. And yeah, ever since that day, I basically never looked back and I started expanding into different types of content just, just for fun, seeing if it would work to kind of spark the creative mind. Well, of course, you know, my original music being what I want to like help promote it with, but it, it kind of transformed into its own thing at that time. Mm -hmm. It was like, no, I really like, I want to be a YouTube. Like I want to do this because I like making content, not so much so I, as a means to an end for promotion okay, at that point. Cool. Um, but um, yeah, I, I just kind of got sucked in and it was fun and I kept going and starting different series like reactions or meme videos and yeah. stuff. And you know, even to this day, starting new dumb things to see 
to make it so the internet is plagued by my face in their little um, recommended feed, unfortunately. Of course, to see what sticks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, that's cool. I relate to that in the sense that when I started, I didn't really have the goal, and I don't even have it yet, of like original music. Mm-hmm. But it was like, let's do the covers for the sake of covers. Like, I I enjoy them. And then I'll see what the end goal for this is. Because I am fairly certain that this will build... I didn't know the size at the time, but this will build yeah. any audience, I felt like. Because people are mm-hmm. searching these songs, and they will yeah. find me. That's probably what you thought, too. Yeah, the SEO is... I mean, you just type in the band name. All, you just, we'll it, be there. The cover will come up. It'll yeah. be there. It'll we'll show literally up be there. What I thought it would it would show me some kind of end goal, and then mm. it happens this thing that I relate to what you said, which is you you just start to like the process, and you're like, yeah. oh, interesting. Maybe the end goal is to make the videos actually. Yeah, like, do the videos for the sake of the videos. You start enjoying it. You start seeing it as as your routine, and I think it's cool for some someone in the audience listening to think about that where they're like, I don't want to go do videos or I don't want to go do pictures for Instagram. Or yeah. I, I just want to do the music. And it's like, uh, try those things. Because you, mm-hmm. you might not even know yet, but uh, taking pictures, like taking really nice pictures might be your thing. And then you add your music to your photography and you start a, an entirely different thing than what you thought it was. Or you really get into making videos. Or one thing that happened to me, instead of like just making the music, you really get into mixing the music. You really get into production. There is, you should not be afraid to try just because you don't see it as immediately making music. That's something I learned. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot to it. And I mean, like, I guess going to university, you know, even getting that degree did help me with some business stuff so i'll always mm-hmm. be thankful of that yeah um you can definitely still do a lot of cool things with with a bachelor's even though i was just like well what am i gonna do now i got kicked out of accounting that's my only thing but even that like like marketing learning how to do sponsored videos like these are all th- or learning how to edit a video right yeah. like that's something you just you kind of learn along the way because of necessity and then you end up maybe liking it or not and it just opens up different creative outlets that's like oh this is new and kind of different and you just add it to your repertoire and then all of a sudden you can do all these things and maybe you just started simply as just a guitarist, right? And it's like, wow, well, that's different. (laughs) Yeah. It's cool, Mm -hmm. man. It's very, very awesome. So we we touched on this briefly earlier and I am curious about it because you've been, so you said 2015, 2015 or 14 yeah that was my first that was my first that's still public i think cover okay that i tried to do but i i think i tried covers like even two years before that but i i don't know what happened to them yeah yeah yeah, that's okay we've been so 2014 to 2021 so we're talking six seven years yeah and uh you've had if we're still talking about original music you have had many facets You've had mm-hmm. Nick Nocturnal original music under your name. You've yeah. had now Termina with Andy. Mm-hmm. You, you've even had an acoustic EP, which I remember. Yes. You, is there maybe even one that I'm not aware of? There even might um, be. Yeah, so even just, I've, like in terms of release stuff under Nick Nocturnal, there was just like my first full album, which wasn't anything special that was released. Yeah. And then there was two little EPs, one that had vocalists on it, and then there was the 
um infinite void was like my like i'd say i really want to call that my first album because okay. at least i kind of knew what was happening during yeah, that yeah, yeah. um and then i did the acoustic ep after and that's it since then so like 2017 basically with that and then i've had like singles little singles here and there but they didn't really do any go anywhere like i wasn't focusing on making a nick nocturnal album just yet i was focused on doing termina but yeah termina that as well as um a lot of other projects some unannounced but some announced like um doing rectangles with jared alonji which will be kind oh, of oh you were fun. in that yeah well now i oh you are going to help with that i remember yeah. those those are so funny yeah oh, that's just gonna gen be, meme core that's gonna be and, so sick yeah and i'm in the eye of the breather too that was something super new um, oh nice okay yeah cool joining with them but like not on like a super like i i, I literally the first thing i told them was like guys i'm not touring you know that right they're like yeah mm -hmm. I'm like, all right <laughs> you know yeah, like yeah. i'm cool with like writing i like that writing super fun but i'm not cool. i'm not touring any of that and they're like yeah that's cool yeah but um yeah. that and then as well as a few other unannounced kind of fun projects but that's that's the main stuff like termina is probably the most important yeah like original music thing i see i have going what there, i was yeah. wondering is what what different roles do those different um facets of your music play in your life what i mean is what is the difference between, besides Andy and vocals, what is yeah. the difference between a Nick Nocturnal track and a Terminate track? What do they do yeah. for you, actually? Um, Nick Nocturnal is more my outlet and that where I kind of connect. I still have that connection where like I started writing when I was kind of a kid and like it's more like guitar fancy fun stuff. Oh. Um, you know, that kind of stuff where I can just get crazy and it's more on that guitar fancy side is basically the best way I can yeah. describe it. Whereas Terminate is like, I am a, I'm a composer and that's kind of it like this isn't about me showing off with the guitar this is about making a good ass modern metal track that I know Andy's going to put vocals on um whereas if I didn't know vocals were going to be put on it then I then it basically would be like a Nick Nocturnal track but but even that like Andy does even help with the instrumental and stuff like that so it's it's still distinct in that way where you really hear me kind of writing for him as well as you hear his probably influence on my writing instrumentally whereas I don't have that when I'm doing like Nick Nocturnal yeah. solo stuff. So that's the big difference, I'd say. I see. That's very interesting because we do mm -hmm. we do know what the, if you're, we're thinking even about rectangles, we do know what mm -hmm. the gent stereotype is where, yeah. the, where the guitarist writes with complete and utter disdain for the vocalist. And, and <laughs> it's just guitar and vocal all at the same time. Leads, yeah. layers, just make it mm -hmm. all fit. So I understand that you will do something like that and have lots of fun playing a Nick Nocturnal yeah. track. And Termina exactly. is where you're going for a whole product where you're always thinking about the sum of the parts instead of just the epic riffs. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. And I think as I get more comfortable with Andy, I can I start to kind of seep to in a slide bit more. Some of like epicness. Yeah. <laughs> a bit. Even like solos and stuff. Yeah. Like I'll throw those yeah. in. Um, even like the last single we released, with, or oh, well, the second last, I guess, The Edge of Time. Um, that song has a lot of actually guitar work kind of underlying, but it's a lot like unless you hear the instrumental on its own, you don't really hear like all the tapping and all like the weird shit I'm doing on the guitar, even during the chorus. Um, but that is probably that was more me being comfortable with understanding okay this is like how far i can go with in terms of like inputting crazy shit which it won't um distract from andy and then i kind of like pushed that boundary a little bit more with that song and it still fit andy and 
essentially like I'll definitely creep it in more and more as we get comfortable with it. But there's obviously going to be some kind of cap where it's like, okay, no, this is now turning into just like me trying to do stupid guitar shit yeah. everywhere where it's, there's no point of that. I'll just go write a Nick Knock album if I want to do that. All right. Yeah. I see. Cool. It's very cool to have that distinction because mm -hmm. people can just have different outlets for, yes. for different styles of their own artistic venture. I think that's very cool. Just, it's mm -hmm. just, honestly, it's just like categories of content. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I would like to ask you about streaming, which seems to sure. be one of your latest and most fun ventures. I'd, <laughs> I'd adventure to say that you're having the most fun streaming. Oh yeah, street. Well, especially when it was like newer, because it's like it's yeah. just this, it's just like it, it's just a different thing. It's it's people are there right then. You know, you get to talk with people and you have a different environment, mm -hmm. and you can try different content. I don't. I really think as like when I'm streaming on Twitch, like this is different. Like it's similar, but it's it's a different outlet in a way of yeah. doing fun kind of stuff. And sometimes I overlap them. Like I'll sometimes stream of stream something on Twitch, whether it be like. You know, I learn any riffs chat gives me within five minutes or like I give subs basically mm. to them, things like that. And that was really fun on Twitch. And I thought, well, conceptually, that actually translates really nicely to a YouTube video. It's a little bit abstract, but I basically threw that on my YouTube and it did great when I was on Twitch and it also did great on YouTube. And I was like, well, that's kind of like a cool double dip correlation. Yeah, double dip correlate. Because I mean, that's what streamers do, like actual streamers. They just put Twitch clips on, on YouTube. YouTube and then yeah. Yeah, that's basically it, right? So that was me kind of doing that. Um, and that was like, it was fun, even though I definitely still want to make sure like my YouTube is kind of, it's still my YouTube and it's not just like my Twitch clips channel. I want to keep that, that somewhat distinction, but I'll definitely kind of, if I think something's really cool that we did on Twitch, like I'll throw it on there and I'll be like, that makes sense in terms of even like the normal YouTube content I would do. The only difference is I was doing this with people watching, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, no, it's, it's super fun, different outlet, mm. and it's 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 just a cool adventure where you can try different shit. Because even myself, like I get bored of doing the same thing a lot. Like I'm, I get very sick of it. Which you know, even sometimes to a bad extent, where it's like, yeah, I'll do a bunch of covers. And I'm like, I never want to do this. Like I'll take such a long break of doing covers or even doing a lot of reactions. I'll be like, I'm, I, I don't want to do these anymore. And then I'll take such a break, and then people are like, where where'd they go? You know? Yeah. I'm like sorry, man. Like I just did too many at once. You know? And uh -huh. it's. I need that variety or I go literally crazy. Like I can't wake up being like, this is, yep, this is the same thing. New day. I like waking up and being like, oh, I have no fucking clue what's going on today. Something new. And it's exciting every time because of that. But nice. man, bringing people over to Twitch though is fucking tough. That is one of the hardest conversions YouTube I have to Twitch? ever. Yeah. That is I, like I've converted, you know, to all my socials, to Instagram, Facebook, all that Works. stuff. But Twitch. And Twitch is the hardest conversion I've ever had to do for anything. Interesting. It's it's insane. It, it like it's really different audiences. Like there's very little overlap. Like you watch YouTube, you probably have an Instagram. You probably have a Twitter. You probably have a Facebook. You probably have right. all that stuff. You watch YouTube. A lot of people don't have Twitch channels, and like and vice versa, right? Like you're it's on Twitch. Yeah. A lot of people don't watch YouTube, and it's like. Damn. It's crazy, right? But I do understand yeah. it because I will watch mm -hmm. an Ignocturnal YouTube video, but mm -hmm. I will rarely have the time to spend like more than 15 minutes on your stream. Yeah. Exactly. It does exist. I do understand. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a tough conversion. And like, I'm lucky that I've built up the one, the amount I have. Like, I'm pretty fucking fortunate. But it's like, that, that was me every reaction video saying, hey guys, I'm streaming on Twitch right after this video is uploaded. So it's like a, 
and basically uploading YouTube video and telling you I am literally live, live while you're watching this Great if you strategy. want to come after. Yeah. yeah, so it's like that's the best way I could ever think of trying to converting it. Even that, it's like, Jesus, is it ever tough. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I get yeah. that. Do you? I remember you streaming on YouTube as well. Yes. When you were uh, streaming yourself, figuring out the songs. And I'm mm -hmm. wondering, uh, why would you choose Twitch over YouTube? It is an Copyright. interesting. Oh. Yeah, basically that was it. So like I would do it on YouTube and it was fun. That's because I, I had the dilemma when I started. Like I actually could have started streaming Twitch like three years ago. <laughs> right. Because that's kind of, yeah. And I probably should have at that point as like an extra thing of content. But who knows, right? But regardless, on YouTube, what I noticed was like I would do a stream and, and you know, sometimes like, yeah, you get the copyright and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But specifically when I was doing Trivium, covering the whole new Trivium album, right? That was like a whole event I planned it and I was going to stream it on YouTube. I got blocked during the stream. Oh. And I was like, you know, this is BS. I'm, I just told everyone in chat, let's go to Twitch right now. Like, let's just finish this off on Twitch. So I went live on Twitch. And that experience... um. First of all, it felt more freeing because the copyright wasn't as crazy there on, on Twitch mm. during that time. And so I could actually finish it. But in general, it's just like the environment. Like you're, the environment's different. Everyone on that website is watching people live, right? It's, right. it's, it's more of that community. It, it, or not, well, YouTube has community too, but I feel like Twitch is more like, I mean, you're talking to the person, They're right? They're used it has to that. interacting. It's, a, it's like, yeah, more of an interactive right. community, maybe, right? So that feeling, even just during that stream, I was like, this is like, good like this is way it's like this is just like kind of, it, it's, i'm still streaming the same thing you know like I, I literally was just doing this but it's like it feels different right something about it just felt different and i liked it so much and i was like well i don't want to deal with shit getting blocked anyways and this seems really fun the problem is i mean and why i started on you stream on youtube first my audience was all there i was yeah. like well yeah, yeah i'm gonna do that that makes way more sense like uh, you know but i was like all right like i want to try this and build it and i've just done that ever since but even now like even getting like 200 concurrent viewers on Twitch, like I know if I probably streamed on YouTube, <laughs> that would probably be like a thousand plus in terms it's of just interesting, yeah. relations to the um, to just numbers, right? So I know I could get way more numbers on YouTube streaming, but dealing with those issues and even just the vibe again on Twitch, like I just took the hard route and started the grind on Twitch, and also it gave me a bit of um, a bit of a just versatility of like you diversified. YouTube, yeah. yeah, diversify. YouTube blows up one day. What do I do, right? Well, at least now yeah. I can be like, hey guys, I'm a full-time Twitch streamer. Google right doesn't now. own Twitch. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that that was that's kind of why I've kept doing it, but it's been really fun, man. It's cool. It's, it's an experience. It's tough, though, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah, man. That's also a point that's on every single episode. If you're enjoying yeah. doing it, you just will do it and reach yeah. any result. <laughs> Dude, that's why I did covers for four years without basic, you know. Because you that's enjoy why. them. It was fun, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Cool. So, yes, I mean, six, seven years, a very, very big journey, but it's, but it's still so cool. And I, I get to this myself that you, you spend this amount of time playing music by your favorite artists, yeah. and like paying your homage to them with the covers. And uh, you're now at the point where artists actually come to you for yeah. what you've built to share their own music. Like, how does that feel, actually? Super fucking weird, man. Surreal. I mean, <laughs> it's surreal because it's a mix of, in general, I guess, getting bigger in size or whatever and people know, more knowing the channel um, and musicians knowing it. 
but also just that it's a bit more like acceptable and intertwined with the music world, especially now because all the musicians that can't tour basically went to Twitch, right? They kind of yeah. joined the that world, which again, that's our world, and it's it's cool seeing them come over there. And then also with labels being like, well, we can't promote our bands on tour. Set up these dudes to mm-hmm. do reaction. Let's set up the YouTubers, right, and do reactions yeah. and covers. So, like again, when I was doing this. For just covers for all those years, like that was not a thing. It's very there is the YouTubers and then there's the actual musicians. Yes, like there was that disconnect, very obvious, right? Whereas very. now it's like you'll get hit up by musicians, like they'll know they'll watch the reaction videos. You get hit up by labels to be like, hey, dude, like we got a, you know, a new this track that I know we know you like. Um, you know, can you do it for us? You know, we'll give you yeah. the video a little bit early so you have time to do it and all that. And it's like. Like, I think a lot of people who do reactions now take that for granted because that shit did not exist. No. No, that did not exist anywhere near what it is now. Yeah. It's not happening. You're it right. is because cool yeah. you, you can say that because you are on the cutting edge. And this is where yeah. like ha- getting to talk to you and do a podcast episode is so valuable for everyone listening because you mm-hmm. are on the cutting edge where content creators start to get the same level of like importance as respect as the as the musicians yeah not saying it in a nasty like we're the underdog way but yeah. you do know i remember as a content creator being mm-hmm. so happy when i saw that nick nocturnal is endorsed by ernie ball yeah when i saw that i was like you know this is it this mm-hmm. is content creators mm-hmm. uh getting to that spot i don't even know how to word it better like yeah. we we do have a lot of community a lot of mm-hmm. value built up from all that we've given to the yeah. community and here's that being the most important thing is that it's a realized by us and that we understand our potential but mm-hmm. actually seeing the public and brands actually acknowledge that is where you know mm-hmm. you're you're at a, a tipping point I find yeah. that super interesting because I understand both sides, but like I, I get why it's happening because like these people are starting these businesses in general, like and as well as labels in the industry is like, well, these dudes are getting like hundred thousand views, you know, sometimes on their videos. Like that's like maybe hundred thousand people, maybe you know seventy thousand, whatever, based on how many yeah. people click it again, right? Um, that's a lot of people. You know, we if a band goes on tour, you know they. Even pretty decent, like mid-sized bands, don't always sum up even playing in front of that many people. You know, over a whole tour, and and these dudes are doing it sometimes with one video. So it's like we throw them that guitar, right? Sometimes, or we throw them the string or something to endorse or a product to showcase. Like that audience is all there, and it's there right now, and they're at home, and they can hit the buy button. You know, things like that, right? So they start to realize, like, oh, like this is like a really good place yeah. to showcase stuff, to endorse people and show that love and share this stuff and actually embrace because that's even now with in, just internet culture in general, like that's where people are. Like they're on YouTube, they're on Twitch, they're on TikTok, you know, they're, they're, yeah. that's what's happening. So, you know, it's just simple that where the people are is to businesses where money is, you know, so businesses will go where the people are. They'll go where money is. It's so, and they're like, oh, well, it's on the internet. Okay. And they kind of just go to that. And that's where it's it's been, again, very recently. Like, that is not something yeah. that has been around for a while. Other than, like, sponsor deals for, like, 
YouTubers have been around for a long time. But like for the music side, even specifically, or like endorsements to YouTubers and like labels, you know, supporting YouTubers and stuff like that has not been around. That is very, very new. And trust me, people do not take that for granted because you are very lucky to come out in this time when that's happening. And you actually like have that kind of respect from the industry, basically. Yeah. It really shows to, to how many people we can touch. As soon mm. as there's this funny thing when a brand gets on a meme, it's because the meme's dead. Because yeah. when brands start to, to do memes and you're like, yeah, that meme's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> on the positive side, it means that when brands start to acknowledge all the people that us content creators and the listener content creators really can reach if we got to the point where brands recognize that it is it is well established by now that we are where people are oh yeah we're we're where their audiences too so like why run from where you know some of your audience is or even another part of your audience that you haven't even discovered yet like just just go there you know why not and it's usually a win-win-win it depends on the case but usually it's like even if a brand hits you up hey do this do a sponsor video, you know, it's usually a product or service that, yeah. you know, you actually like, hopefully like I, that's, that's my, that's basically my cutoff. I have to make sure that people will actually like it and that I actually should like be. it. Cause yeah. if not, you know, then like, what's the point? I'm just, you know, doing an ad basically for the sake of an ad. Um, but even that I make sure if I like it, I have fun doing it, doing the video up. Um, the audience will like it. Some people will actually be like, oh wow, that's actually a really cool thing. I want to use that. Yeah. then I make money from the business or, you know, the YouTuber makes money then from the business that hits them up to do the ad. Um, the ad, uh, the ad company or the business makes money because, well, they get sales and the consumer gets something new product. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes I know the consumer's like, well, fuck the 30 second ad or a minute. I get it. Hey dude, I have ad block. Like, you know, like just like most yes. people, you know, if you don't want to see ads, I completely understand that when it's in a video, you're like, oh, this new video just came out. I just want to see the video. And then the first thing you see is that 30 second ad. Yo, I get it, fam. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, ah, oh. but at the same time, it's like it's 30 seconds so that, you know, dude can get paid, can invest maybe more into what he's doing. And you might actually find something you like sometimes, right? As long as it's not oversaturated, which I get can be so annoying. No, of um, course. It's, um, you know, it's, it's usually a win, win, win. And it's, I'm lucky I've gotten, I guess, my audience to that point where like, I'll do an ad and they'll be like, yeah, Nick, get paid. You know, it's, it's more like that, like supportive, like transparent thing where it's like, yeah, guys, yeah. obviously getting paid for doing this. Um, like, Dude, get paid because we want you to upgrade your fucking shitty camera. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, Things like that. If anything. But yeah, that makes complete sense. And I think the key word there that you nailed on is transparency. Oh, because yeah. it's it just literally has to be there. And that's been my motto. And from what I get your motto from day one is that if you are absolutely 100% clear with what you're you're getting out of stuff, even if it's mm. an ad from an yeah. audience, there is there is no one you're fooling. You're, yeah. it's just, that is what it is. And if someone really, really gets as disturbed as some people sometimes claim to be, they leave because they're anyway not the kind of people that you would want watching your content. If an ad scares yeah. them away, please. Mm. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, man. And that, transparency is so important. Just being honest, and hopefully, people can see that in in my videos. I'm just like, I'm me. 
Like whether I'm, I'm yeah. going ham and enjoying a breakdown or like I'm doing stupid shit or I can barely speak yeah. English, that's just because I'm illiterate. And I, you know, like, <laughs> and because you really it. enjoy that one breakdown. Yeah, you know, I'm just having fun. So hopefully people enjoy that and can relate to it. Because, and people who don't, that's fine. I mean, I can't make you like, like me. You know what I mean? Like, if you yeah. don't like me, that's, hey, man, understandable. Like, it I, is. You know, it's, it's just me, but I can't change. I that. cannot change. You're the one who clicked on the video. Thank you for giving me a chance. <laughs> But it's yeah. true. That is the attitude. Thank you for giving me a chance, actually. Exactly. That's important. Cool, man. Yeah. So we've been talking about all the kinds of content that you've been doing. Mm -hmm. And right now, the main Nick Nocturnal vehicle, besides streaming, is you do a lot of reaction videos. Yeah. A lot of reaction videos. And it's cool because some of my viewers will think, oh, no, he's about to go get him with it. But no, never. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's never in that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, no, I know, dude. Yeah. And the fact that he knows just proves it. So me, myself, mm -hmm. I have, of course, been, and my audience knows this, uh, critical of reaction content. But yeah. not only on the creator's side, for reasons that I don't think really apply to you, but a lot of, mm -hmm. on the consumer side. Because mm. my argument usually is, it ties in actually with the pre-launch hype and then post-launch not doing anything that I told you before, yeah. where you, a consumer that's watching and consuming reaction videos, puts so much emphasis on what is the first reaction of someone to a song. Yeah. And uh, even if it were their own reaction, that could be dangerous because what happens to the next 50 years of your life that you have to listen to that song? Mm -hmm. How many times have we told the story of a song that we did not like at first and that, mm -hmm. then, grew, oh, yeah. that then grew on us? It's interesting that if you, if when people get into this culture of really, really valuing first impressions to, a, to such a big extent, it can kill mm -hmm. the enjoyment that you might derive from letting that piece sit in your mind, listening to it on a different day, listening to it five years from now when you're experiencing something that the lyrics talk about. Mm -hmm. I always find that a very, very interesting consideration for people to at least think about when they're watching a reaction video. Because if you don't mm -hmm. consider that, I find that, and I've seen a few of my friends uh, take reactions as the be-all and all of interpreting an art piece. Yeah, and I think that can be dangerous. What do you uh, do? You have any thoughts on this, actually? Because you create a lot of that mm -hmm. content. Oh, dude, I agree, and that's why even tying to the transparency thing, I'm like, guys, like, especially when I don't like something, I'm like, guys, like, think for yourselves. You know what I mean? It's like, okay for you to like it. <laughs> yeah, like if you like, I want if you like it, like I want you to comment and explain to me why you like it really yeah. it you know like this isn't like a this i just like this and that's it like it's bad no it's like it wasn't for me and that's usually the term i use that's it's good just, it's not for me right because i feel like that kind of says that in a way right like yeah. think for yourself this isn't personally for me it'll probably maybe it'll be for you right and i'll explain the reasons why it's not for me and that's kind of it sometimes but no i completely agree and i should i do think people just just think for yourselves right like in that sense like a reaction and, and even when I saw them at first, like I didn't really understand, like why are people doing this? Watching somebody watch something, and I get it now. It's the yeah. same sense you get when you are like, you have a buddy, and you're like, dude, this new Check song this came out. out. 
check there you go that's that that exact emotion and that feeling right there that is it and i understood that i was like okay that makes sense right yeah um but even with that it's it's just very important you know if, like if i don't like something i am like no, no guys tell me why you like it and the thing i because i've done that for so long i think i always see people in the comments were like uh well nick i actually did really like this song but you know they're they're not aggressive which i really enjoy and i see that on some people where it's like when they have a different opinion it's always like aggressive right um it's like oh you don't like this well fuck you because i really like it or i like this and the other person did it's like dude this is garbage it's like usually i'll just see people in the comments because i've been doing it that way for so long yeah. they're just like no actually i actually like this quite a bit and they'll explain why and i'll be like that's great you know what i mean like i'm, I'm glad you know that 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 worked for you because in general anyone that likes more music just makes their life better <laughs> you know like yeah like if you have another song to add to your repertoire that's awesome right but I'm still going to do my video and in terms of like, say my feelings, even though you're right, that first listen, sometimes it changes, right? And that's true. It's that first listen. There's been songs where I react to a song and be like, eh, and later I listen to it, I'm like, fuck, this is good. Yeah. Right? So I would feel bad even if people are like, but you didn't say you like this as much. And also like, that's, that's why I never like bothered to check out. I'd be like, fuck, no, like, right. give it, you know, always give it a chance. But yeah, reaction content in itself is it's it's weird because it's the new meta i'd say and it's just so it's saturated like me as a dude again coming from guitar covers a, a thing which you had to play guitar at least yeah <laughs> you know to do a video right you, you at least had to have that as an entry or to barrier um and uh, you know reactions like you just have to have a phone like that's that's it you just have to have something to record yourself and you can put yourself on which it's weird because I, I do appreciate that where it allows more people to be creative and and you know have the spotlight that otherwise maybe wouldn't mm -hmm. have because they don't play an instrument right but they still have a really cool differing perspective on things that adds a lot of value to that scene but at the same time there's also a lot where it's kind of just like they're just doing it and just doing it and maybe they think oh you know I want it just be, be a famous YouTuber that's super rich and has all the Ferraris and mansions and shit. Um, or sometimes they're just like, well, I just want, you know, the attention or whatnot. Yeah. And it's like, and man, it's, 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 it's very oversaturated. And, you know, I, I do them specifically because it was started with songs that actually I wanted to listen to and want to share with my community okay. that I knew probably wouldn't have guitar in it right so you I couldn't I probably, do content because it was covered yeah 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 i, I couldn't see. do a guitar cover so i was like well i still want to do something with this you know so what do i do so, and the first one was actually if you know alex from chelsea x chelsea grin mm -hmm. um he left that and then he did like this trap thing and oh. i was like well i'm really excited to check this out because i mean it's a deathcore dude doing trap right but i was like well it's trap it's not gonna be guitar so i was like what do i do so i did reaction oh. that was my first reaction that's a good ever. origin story yeah yeah and people seem to really like it and i was like why this took me five minutes <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> this this took me five minutes and it's here like why why is this you know doing so well and then you do more and more and more i had for the same reason right it would be more post-hardcore bands that i would do like the reaction for instead of like a guitar cover and people just seem to like it more and plus it was a lot less just work and then mm -hmm. plus tying that in with me doing guitar covers for literally four years five years finally straight. having something to rotate to 
Yeah. And I was like, well, it kind of started to lean more to that because it was it was me being able to get to all this music coming out, especially nowadays, like 20, yeah. 21 is it's too much. Like what? What? It's been a great like, year. Stop. <laughs> Just it's been a great year, but also stop. Like right. I can't. I'm going to have to go back much. to covers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like I'm able to actually get to way more content because mm-hmm. of it. Also. I'm able to share more content with my community. Yeah. Also, it does better in general than you if I was to do for a cover for the yeah. same thing. Also, it's easier to do. And it's like, by logical standard, it's like, it's almost stupid of me sometimes to be like, well, do I do a cover reaction in terms of weighing the you know pros and cons? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, there's something special to me about guitar covers, which I'll always go back to and be like, of course, man, like that's so special even though it's not yeah. the thing now you know they still do like you're doing them obviously in robin yeah. you know but it's like and i'll still do them here and there but it's like fuck man like i always i always want to do them because the guitarist in me is like man that riff play is the sick. song yeah i, I want it you know i want to do it for me right whereas go. like i know when i the reactions they're still for me because they're still fun to do it in general i just like sharing music with my community nice. and that's really it doesn't you know to me is like do i do it through a cover reaction that point i don't care yeah right but then when it comes to again how do i do it fuck man like i wish i wish i could do guitar covers for all of them and and do that but you know i just i can't especially with all the other content i also throw in and twitch streaming and all that so it's like it's kind of bittersweet because i'm sad that i can't do it as much and i see people like again you and rob and you guys are you're still you're still you're still like the purists and i'm like guys (laughs) Like, yes, they're still pure, right? They didn't get corrupted by the reactions. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all are still pure doing that. It brings pure? me happiness. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. funny. And that, and that, that kind of shows because there's, there's always this thing, mm. especially, I see it especially amongst musicians. I went to, I, I'm classically educated. I, I yeah. went to university with people that are there to play the hard class contemporary classical stuff right. and with people that play metal so i can say musicians kind of comfortably mm-hmm. where you've you kind of always devalue the easier thing we tend to, yes we okay. tend to do that don't we <laughs> well that's the same i think that's the same thing that mirrors the concept of musicians how they looked at youtube before because they would see uh, kids doing guitar covers and being like what the fuck why is this doing so well versus me on the road literally recorded the whole song <laughs> yeah or even you know they'll see a kid on youtube who did like a three second meme and that will get like millions of views and get all this attention and they'll be like you know rightfully so right like yeah. why you yeah. know it's like and that that mentality of talent the more talented thing deserves more benefit right mm-hmm. like and i completely understand that mindset and i definitely used to have that mindset and it yeah. definitely mirrors to me thinking in terms of like, do I do a guitar cover versus do I do a reaction, right? Even though I love them both, it's like, well, that one's easier. Like, should I take the easy way out? But then it's the different perspective that I, you know, developed as well. It's like, why am I not giving people what they want? You know what I mean? Like, just just because of me, like that's me being sometimes just like ignorant or just just like egotistical. Yeah. Selfish. It's like, yeah, if like a song comes out, like let's say a Bring Me song came out, right? Yeah people that's the thing they i know they prefer the reaction in the cover and i'm like mm-hmm. but you know the cover you know will like showcase more maybe talent right in a way and it's yeah. like if i did that cover it comes down to like i'd literally be doing it for like just selfish reasons because i know i still get better i still like doing both yeah but i know people like the other one much more <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like 
I'm just, I would just do it for selfish reasons. And sometimes I'll do it just really to be selfish. But at the same time, it's like, why? Why fight it? You know, it's the way things are. You know, I'm not just going to go against it to make some kind of stupid fucking point. I'm just going to do it Mm -hmm. and I'm going to enjoy it. And if I ever don't want to do it, then I won't do it. You know, I won't do reactions if I ever get sick of them. And I'll do covers maybe instead. But that's why I've kept them both intertwined. But I have definitely done way more reactions recently than covers for all those reasons. And like I said, seeing you guys do it and do the covers so pure, it's like, damn, man, like you guys are. That's tough, man. That that's a tough thing to do because I know that grind. Because I know yeah, how long it that. takes you to do those videos, especially you. You're fucking recording everything. I just yeah. did the guitar. I took the easy way out, right? You're doing everything, and I'm like, Jesus, man. Like that probably took him like two days, and like this reaction video took me like ten minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's like shit, man. But that's again, seeing that and what people want, like, just go with it and whatnot. But the, the thing I'll definitely give huge benefit to is that you're definitely able to monetize your covers way more than I can monetize That's a reaction true. video. Yeah. Because tabs and stems and all that through Patreon or whatever. Plus you get the AdSense and all that. So, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I love yeah. Sometimes. It's like I the sad guess. Like, I guess. So like even seeing that, like that's genius. And I love that you're able to do that in such like that pure form, but still gain those other benefits that, you know, people that can't do that or aren't doing it in that yeah. pure form, can, you know, you can get that instead, which is awesome to see. Yeah, it's cool. It, do, it does work. What I very mm. much liked about what you said is a balance that I think everyone, musician, content creator, mm. someone working a job for a boss, everyone needs to always balance in their life, which yeah. is what, what you want to do and what someone wants you to do. There, there is always that balance. And uh, let's be honest, as YouTubers, as people who do videos on the internet for a living, yeah. we get to match both at the same time pretty often. Like what we, yes. what we wanna do is what people wanna see, which is a blessing that, mm-hmm. that we've worked hard to get, but it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very cool. And for me personally, I hope for the audience too, very enlightening to see how you yourself try to navigate that in terms of mm. the content that you want to make and mm. uh, the content that people want to watch and what it looks like in your mind when you're trying to decide. Not, sometimes it's not even between the two. It's just how you can have both at the same time. Yeah, it's come. I mean, Gojira, I'm like, they want both. So I did a reaction and I did a cover. And you cover you know, the they- song, for example. I do both and it's like you know what and it's it's so much tougher for me to do both instead of just pick one or the other but I'm like you know what I'm going to appease both worlds right now I'm just going to go with it and it's way more work and same thing oh Gojira comes out this day I have to do two videos in one day for it and then oh it's Friday a million other bands also came out and you know it's like what do you do and that's why it's like and hey man it's 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 tough and even now like I'm behind like today I'm, I'm doing Black Veil Brides which came out Friday you know what I, I mean see. like even just even just keeping up with the flow of the current stuff with the reactions is like there's only so much i can do you know as a person and back in the day that was easier i it would just be i'd be waiting for new music to come out right yeah 2021 does not have us waiting (laughs) (laughs) dude i know we're trying to catch up aren't we (laughs) dude we're even like i see your covers and i'm like dude like i know you even are like 
fucking hell. This, are you serious? Like, Veil, are you kidding me? Era, you Era, know, it's like all these, right? <laughs> it's like, are you serious right now? Like, all this music, and plus, Man. I'm sure your fans are also saying, dude, do this, do this, do this. And you're like, dude, I'm still doing the last exactly. one. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I can't. It's, 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 I've never seen this much music in my entire career come out than this year so far it's mm, i think crazy, people man. are dropping all that they've sat on during the pandemic man yeah it must be it just must be and then all the labels point them to the same date because they always do that <laughs> instead of trying to put no like every single label decide okay we are all going to do it in the yeah. q2 of, of the year D- dude I, but there's that's the thing there's no free weekends like even when we're releasing termina like I you were trying we to released... find one out right <laughs> <laughs> i dude i spent a lot of time researching all the like the edge of time that last yeah, single yeah. basically i was like okay i forgot when it came i think it came out like march 18th or something and i was like okay i've looked at all i did all the research there's nothing coming out here i know ira comes out the day after which okay fine it's, it's the era album which is definitely something but like it's not gonna like delete terminate right <laughs> so and dude during that week i can't even tell you monday newborn osiris coming out friday okay okay cool tuesday Oh, new Northlane's coming out Friday. Mm-hmm. I okay. see. I see. Okay. Oh, new Wow She Sleeps track just dropped, nice. dude. And it's like, I couldn't even. By the time that, that came out Friday, we did a like Twitch stream after the song came out. There was 30 new big songs that came out, including like, and I was like, I can't even. 30. I can't even, right? Dude, it was insane. We spent, because that's usually what we do on Friday is like check out all the new music because I mm-hmm. that's literally, it's catch-up it's day Friday. for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, I have to, right? Yeah. So I remember that stream was two hours of just new music of the songs released that day. Like, that uh, back to back? Back to back. It was back, two dude. hours of music? It was two hours of new music. And I, I couldn't even believe it. And I was like, of course, Terminate. And then even the album, which we actually got a little luckier, I think, compared like the ninth. Right. And it was still busy. There's no time. There's no spaces. So these labels are just like, fuck it. I don't care that this is being thrown in with Gojira. I don't care this is being thrown in yeah. with Era at this point. Just just get it out. That's all we can do. You know, it's insane. man. It's interesting, man. I've never. Here's a fun question. Why do you think Friday? Do you have any clue? Yes. Um, a few reasons. Um, playlisting in general. Because uh, oh. I actually want to search. Playlisting. It, it's just kind of. I feel like it's just a date people had set kind of a precedent for and then everything around the music industry has started to revolve around hmm. it, if that makes sense. So like playlisting as well as charting, right? The charting usually starts from what I've heard on Friday. Oh. So if you release a song on Thursday, you only get one day. Ah. Yeah. Wow. Things like that. All right. So it's weird. Hmm. It's very weird. As well as just play like Spotify playlists and stuff. They usually reset on Fridays. Okay. Right, so they they're gonna get all the songs that come out on Friday because they know. So if your song just came out, if your song comes out on Saturday, you're fucked because they already did that week's playlisting, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like the chances of no next Friday there's gonna be new stuff. You know, you're not gonna get your stuff that's now old because it came out on Saturday, mm-hmm. right? So it just revolves, I think, around a lot of that as well as maybe considering that like people usually get paid on Thursdays or something like that. So it's like. <laughs> They got the budget they want to put in right before the song comes in or pre-order the song or listen to it at midnight oh, and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm oh, assuming... Or maybe they want... In the weekend, they have time to listen to it? Yeah. Okay. That too. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure that is the reasoning why. And it's just every Friday. I've just been getting pounded, dude. I've been... And this... 
I've been getting pounded every Friday. Like, I don't know about you, but like, I've just, yeah. I can't keep up. I literally cannot keep up. I've like this Friday, I know while she sleeps, the, I know there's a million other things coming out and I'm just, Friday's going to come and I'm going to be like, you get what you get. <laughs> I'm going to pick I see. one of the million songs that come out. And that's all I can yeah. do as, you know, that's, that's, it is, it is pretty crazy. Well, uh, for one, I think it's interesting that we just dissected new music Friday because I didn't get it yes. at all. And now I think oh, I yeah. get it. <laughs> Yeah. It, it actually yeah. does have some logic behind it, yeah. And uh, and that we also learned that at the end of the day, we gotta be okay with with letting a few go. We we can't be on everything. <laughs> and that's I think that's where we can relate to, even though we never talked about it, is I think we're both yes men, right? We're both like new song, new opportunity, right? right? That kind of feeling where yes. it's like gotta do it, right? There's no no. There's no I don't feel it today. No, it's like fucking veil came out era came out today you are doing it you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. just it's in our brains yeah. right it's, it's kind of hardwired and that's been the hardest thing for me to adapt is not being a yes man because i can't i can't say yes to 20 new songs that came out in the same day of you know course. what i mean like yeah you can't and even you i know you're super fast and even seeing you like i could see you're like lagging sometimes with the releases because i know you're still just of trying course. to catch up like i am yeah <laughs> and just being comfortable with also with knowing which ones you like the most and just going for those. Which oh, yeah. At the end of the day, it's mm -hmm. it's about the music that we like, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's always been the music like and then also the opportunities, right? Where it's like one where it's like, ah, oh, maybe I'll like it, maybe I won't. But you like, well, this is huge, right? So it's like, well, yeah, let's, you know, mm -hmm. throw it on. Like, yeah. whether it be even like architects or some things like that, right? Uh -huh. It's like, you know, new architects come or new bring me is a great example. I know when a bring me song comes out, I it's a video you know you what I mean like do it's content over it yeah it is no no matter what I'm still stoked to check it out no matter what because it's bringing yeah, me and they're always course. doing cool stuff but I know that I will drop everything that day that I otherwise probably planned to do mm -hmm. and it's bring me day that's what I'll call it it's bring me day guys cool. you know they dropped the song it's their day that's it going reaction I know it's what has to be done that kind of mindset mm -hmm. but even now man like so many bands with even era the whole album was so good yeah and i could only get to a select few you know and it's like too there's, there's, there's too much music what do you want <laughs> yeah it's cool man yeah. we've we've been blessed as content creators and as mm -hmm. lovers of music because yes it's good music <laughs> a lot of I, good music man there's a lot dude jesus christ <laughs> it's so cool i guess we can finish out with just asking what's the music that's like been inspiring you recently even like mm. do you have inspirations for you, terminus sounds very original but i'm wondering mm. if you Thank have you. like inspirations that you can pinpoint for a sound like that oh yeah um so modern metal in general and actually i go when i make demos and i make the demo names i always say like usually sometimes the bands that are kind of like mm -hmm. that go to feel right without obviously being a copy paste yeah, so like, yeah. for example these might surprise some of these people um the abyss was called architect's demo interesting yeah 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 because i hear it because the intro riff nah, 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 with like the octaves and stuff like that literally called That's it that cool. so, yeah yeah um the uh, edge of time was called loathe demo oh there's a bit of that in there yeah yes yeah. exactly and it, when you when okay. you take it in perspective, you're like oh yeah there's stuff like that in there yeah um blood echo on the album which was actually called spirit box demo <laughs> i see I see. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. I love Andy rapping on that one. I think Dude, that's a so moment. Cool. Yeah. 
So yeah, but a lot of modern metal essentially is just what I like. Like I, I don't really listen to just deathcore, metalcore, all this. I like all of it, you know. Like Brand of Sacrifice was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Spearbox obviously is great. Darko, I've been loving Darko. They've been okay. great. Yeah. Darko is super sick, as well as you know, Loathe and stuff like that. Like the dudes taking that very modern sound with the low tune stuff, but are emphasizing groove, heaviness, but melody. You know, mm-hmm. in all forms, like they'll have a death fucking the heaviest breakdown ever, but then they'll also have the most ethereal chill part that just brings feels, you know what yeah. I mean? So I love that spectrum and I love bands that do that spectrum. So that's mainly kind of what I've been listening to a lot of lately. Just and that's basically what I would describe Termina as like this overarching like modern metal, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's not like a new genre or anything, you know, of people course. have been doing that for a while now, but yeah. it's like that's what I would call it. As a genre, so a lot of people have been saying like progressive metalcore as well, mm-hmm. which you know, sure, I guess kind of, of entails somewhat of the same thing, you know. Yeah, but. labeling genres kind of sucks. I don't know if you relate <laughs> to this, yes, but it kind of sucks when people say, Oh, what is this? Is this po- progressive post gent metalcore samba? And you're like, It's music, do you like it? <laughs> do you not like it? That's the Dude. point is if you like it or you don't like it. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. And that's why, like like I said, we're just uh, modern metalcore. And it, it's so, f- or modern metal. It's so funny even when you're submitting for like so Spotify playlisting. Oh, and they're like, tell me about what, it. Yeah. What genres are you? And I'm like, bro, everything, uh, but nothing. Like <laughs> these, like I, I, and that's, that's the funniest part is like with Termina, even with the singles, like we got playlisted on the weirdest shit. Like hmm. we got the core playlist with, I think, Lucid or something, which was cool. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. We're here for that. Then Desolate Spectre, we got the deathcore playlist, and we're like, okay, um, we aren't a deathcore band, but right. okay. But if you listen to the song, it <laughs> mm-hmm. fits in the playlist. It, it'll fit, yeah. You know? And the funniest one, which is the most recent one, we got Fade Away in the prog metal playlist, and I was hmm. laughing so hard. Of I course. was like, <laughs> yeah, <just> like, <laughs> it, it makes sense why one would be, yeah, because, because, because again. These labels kind of suck because mm-hmm. prog metal, if you tell me you're on the prog metal playlist and I imagine fade away into dream theater, I'm like, yeah, it did. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but if you look at prog metal as, a, mm-hmm. as, a, as words, not as the genre that we picture it as, yeah. it's just metal that has a few progressive elements, maybe in technicality of the guitar. Yeah. In that sense, you can put that song in there. It's a metal song that has progressive technical elements on the guitar. Exactly. But if you use it as a label, you're like, Dream Theater. <laughs> and then you're Dude, like, yeah. why is my song in there? <laughs> well, so we're, and even more abundant on the album. Like we could have, I was thinking even actually of submitting that for playlisting because you can only choose one from the album, but we went with Fade Away. I was going to be like, fucking, well, here's a rock playlisting. Why not? You know, like, let's, let's go for it at this point. Yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah. Just see if we can get on the rock. You know, charts after also having a track on the Death Court playlist. And I was, you know, it, it's it's weird, man. But I personally love that infusion because I listen to a lot of different stuff. So does Andy. I think so do a lot of people nowadays, yeah. right? It, it, yeah. You still see the elitist thing like, this isn't fucking Death Court. I hate this. You know, this is clean vocals. Go die. You right. know, like, <laughs> um, and you also see the other spectrum like, uh, you know, there was, uh, the, they did a RAR. That's too heavy. You I know, really like it's... the scream part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The scream part. So it's like, I like that it's just intertwining more and more. And I, that's what Termina basically is. And even stylistically, what I try to 
just just what I play and what I try to do nowadays because it's fun and you have more variety. You know, if you're deathcore, it's really hard to just do deathcore better than everyone else. Like Brand of Sacrifice did it. That's not fucking easy. You know, no. like they went in there and they slayed and they made an amazing deathcore album. Mm-hmm. But to do that is it's so hard instead of just having the freedom to be like, here's a chill track. Here's a clean part, yeah. Yeah, here's a clean part, you know. It's like, oh, we can do that, you know, and people won't get mad and call us sellouts instantly because we still have the deathcore side, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, man. Genres kind of suck, man. <laughs> but music does not suck. <laughs> music does not suck. Music's the, good. We're going to finish out music does not mm. suck. So, Nick, thank mm. you so much <laughs> for coming on The Metal Intent. I mean, YouTube, Twitch, where? Mm. Where do people go? <laughs> I'm I'm plaguing all over the internet. Don't worry. You'll yeah. just just Nick Nocturnal. You'll see my dumbass. If you can't I'm find sure. me, I'm not doing my job. That's what you're if, gonna say. Th- he said, "There you go." <laughs> all right, my man. Thank you so much for coming on. Do yeah. Thanks for having me. It was awesome.